0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network.
1: Okay, good. Just making sure. Um, (laughs) But but Kevin, why
2: do you want to play with Mike's drone?
1: No, I'm making sure Mike only played with it. He was talking about playing with his drone, not anything else.
2: Okay, because I I, I was just confused that the listeners might get a little bit disturbed.
1: Really? That's Uh, what confuses you? Oh. I don't know whether drone
2: is like a, a new terminology for Mike's you junk.
1: Mean, youf-
0: I don't know. Uh, euphemism is what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, right. Well, I, I think we've uh, driven off the easily disturbed at this point. Okay, yeah.
1: Very well. And,
2: and of course, I just, I, I just threw it out there, gave it to Kevin to start the show. I'm recording. Kevin's not picking up on, on my cues. Oh, I tell you, Kevin, what has it been? It's, it's been Christmas. It's this break over Christmas that's just killed you, my friend.
1: No, it hasn't killed me. I was picking up on your cues. You just wouldn't bloody shut up so I can <laughs> jump in. Oh, so it's me. Oh, yes,
2: it's well. You. Sorry, hey, listeners.
1: So, folks, welcome to Geeky Show, episode 197. Uh, we did take last week off. Uh, we all celebrated the holidays by uh, Mike playing with his drone, and we'll discuss whether it's a euphemism or not later in the show. Mark was just playing. We're well, not sure what well, You know
2: what? I, over Christmas, I had a, an up and down Christmas. I had a good Christmas, but also I had a, a yeah, bad, lonely one. Anyway, you know, at, at different times, family goes and does certain things, and I stay home, and it's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. No. You know, I'm, I'm the geek type, of thing, it's like, no, yeah, I'm not going to see family. Uh, you know, look, I've got to respect people to see them. I look at you guys every week. I respect you guys. Other people? Eh, nah, forget it. <laughs> I wouldn't waste my time. <laughs> And both Mike and Kevin are going, oh, thank God. But I actually watched th- this year on Christmas Eve because the kids went out um, to to church with, with Gretel and they sang carols and I just wasn't in the mood. I just wanted to sit down and watch uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And then Gretel made these arrangements at the last minute and I just said, you know what, I just want to sit down, get drunk, have a good time. So I actually, instead of putting National Lampoon's on, I put Bad Santa on. And I just... Drank Myself Stupid. It was just absolute wonderful movie. That is now my new favourite Christmas movie, Bad Santa. Absolutely awesome.
1: So if you drank yourself stupid, you got through, what, half an ounce?
2: I don't know what ounces are, Kevin.
1: You're, you're missing the point here. It didn't take very much for you to get from where you Oh,
2: are no, no. It. No, no, absolutely yeah. not. It, it was maybe... Uh, uh, Maybe after three drinks, I was starting to just go with the flu. You
1: know, it's funny. Uh, one of the Christmas gifts I got was my brother-in-law gave me a, a jar of moonshine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we were opening gifts that, that we opened gifts with my wife's family the day after Christmas. and We were sitting there going, he said, well, it, you know, they said in the store it was really good. I said, well, here, let me do a quality test. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, mm, not sure. Let me do another test. <laughs> But it's uh, but yeah, you have to sometimes do quality testing to ensure the viability of the beverage that you are imbibing.
2: Absolutely, so. and I think with Bad Santa, you can't watch that if you're not drinking at the same time. It just, it doesn't work. You <laughs> have to be drinking to get that movie.
1: Yes, you do. I I haven't seen that one for eons. I know a couple people that really love that movie, but it's like it's not something I can really watch in mixed company. No.
2: Well, that's why I watched it on my own too. Um, you know, I've got to be clear on that. The kids and Gretel were out. I mean, Gretel wouldn't mind watching it. She'd find the humor in it, but there's no way I'd, I'd let my kids see that movie. Uh, it's just too adult for them. Um, you know, this, this, yeah, this side of 25, you
1: know? (laughs) Yeah. No, I understand. Um, yeah, I wouldn't let uh, my kids watch it either. And, uh, yeah.
2: Whereas My National Lampoons, care. though, I, I don't have a problem with that. I, I think it's because National Lampoons is done more in the comedic tone, whereas Bad Santa is more the pathetic comedic uh, side of things, where yeah. it shows a more realistic view of, of someone's life without hope necessarily, whereas National Lampoon's is very much, oh, I hope we can do this, I hope we can do that, and I want to aim to do this, whereas Bad Santa is just, Bad Santa He just wants to be bad
1: all the time. Well, you know, it's funny. We finally let the uh, kids watch uh, National Lampoon's, I guess, last year or maybe the year before, and they kept saying, oh, now we understand all the stuff you and Mom are talking about. The references all make sense now.
2: Yeah, especially the shitters, fool.
1: Yeah, they, they, they do understand that. Because uh, Patty has one of those shirts. It has the outline of the camper on. It says Merry Christmas. And it, but it doesn't say shitter. It has like SH and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, weird little symbols. And is full, you know, type of thing. So.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah priceless movie. Just great film.
1: Yes, it is. Well, you know the funniest thing, and I've said this before, that I love on that movie? Is I switch it to French, go to <laughs> the scene where Clark is going off about, you know, his boss scum-sucking low-livered lily-belly, yep. and watch it in French, and it ends with, holy shit, where's the Tylenol? <laughs> <laughs> it, just because I know that scene, yep. and then to watch it in French, it just cracks me up, and I don't speak a word of French, but there's just something about it that just makes me laugh my ass off. See, there, there's it. always
2: that saying, you know, pardon the French, when we swear in front of the company, especially of kids and so forth, oh, pardon my French, and yeah, it's, it would be funny to watch it that way. I can't watch it that way, though. I've still only got a, a copy on VHS. But, yeah, it, it's uh, it's just a great, great film in any language. I, I think anyone could understand that film. Even if you're not into Christmas, I think you could really just get a buzz out of that film because it's just stupid fun. It really is. It's just a great time.
1: Well, and I've said this before, too. I never go any place that I don't have a copy Mm-hmm. of uh christmas vacation either on a thumb drive with me on on an ios device because if something ever happens and i need a smile
2: that's it yeah
1: boom 10 minutes into that movie and i'm smiling and well, it's i, all, I, I
2: did the same with mr boone and mr boone's christmas uh Yes. episode and so forth. I look I'll, I'll be honest I I've, I've watched National Lampoon's in the middle of the year. I um
1: Oh, I do too.
2: You know, it, it doesn't it's not one of those yes, it's Christmassy, but it's just so funny that I don't it, other movies are like, "Oh no, that's only Christmas time." That I I'd, I'd watch that. That one though, no, it, it's an all-year-rounder. It's just a great comedy film. And uh, I I I'm sort of I was always disappointed in the second one. I saw it once and I just went, "Uh, eh. That kind of Oh, sucked. Christmas
1: Vacation too.
2: Yeah, it was just... Yeah. It sucked. It was just bad. It wasn't...
1: Uh, well, no Chevy Chase. And...
2: Yeah, but beside that, they just shouldn't have done it. I mean, they, they were just trying yeah. to profiteer,
1: and it just didn't work, so... Yeah. Well, we've been monopolizing the conversation. There <laughs> is a third amongst us.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm here. Uh, I don't have a Christmas movie. I just kind of do things and play with things and um, and just do stuff and um, and you know uh, like I, said, I, I um, and last week after the podcast I sat down with the tablet and I uh, I edited uh, the podcast on there and from what I uh, from what Mark said it sounded like the podcast turned out pretty well. I mean I went mm-hmm. back and listened to it, but I don't you know have the I. I hear, I don't have sound quality here. I just hear things. But you you thought it sounded pretty good then? I was very impressed with it. To think that that was on a tablet computer
2: uh, and one that isn't, you know, running something with, you know, a massive amount of additional cores and RAM and and a massive processor and everything. To think that you were doing not only show notes, research, um, live video, three-way video, plus recording the audio, uh, it it came through beautifully, Mike. And the one thing that I noticed especially was when it was exported, I didn't need to then go and put it back in the Levelator app on the Mac. Now, when Kevin sent me his files in the past, I've generally had to go and run it through Levelator. Even my own files, I'll have to run it through Levelator. And I, I should actually be honest there. Kevin runs it through Levelator himself. But because okay,
1: I, you were confusing me.
2: Yeah, but because I put the bumpers on at the beginning and the end, I also run it through level eight or again, just to make sure that there's not an amplification at the beginning you're, or the you're end. You're
1: sidelining on us there, Mister Green Tree.
2: I'm still here, and now guys. Now you have frozen, and I sound we absolutely perfect. We
1: may have lost Mark uh, from no!
2: the. No. You haven't lost me. You haven't lost me. I'm still um, here. He's, I, he I am looks perfect. Pixelated, I am. Least, ad, and we no, can't no, hear. no. I'm, I, I'm here, guys. Hello? Uh, knock, knock. Knock, knock. I'm here. I'm here. Um, Actually,
0: I think this is the best he sounded to choose. Oh, jeez. It is. He does sound remarkably well. You, you
2: know what, listeners? This is funny because these two buffoons are coming through absolutely really,
1: perfectly. I know he said this is... I know he said this is... Uh, 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 uh,
0: <laughs> maybe gretel's finally maybe gretel's finally strangling him no and that might be we're having skype issues unfortunately
2: but you know what it's it's working great uh, from my end sounding
0: that way well of course it has to you have to have skype issues when i'm finally getting some praise so uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know but Mark, mark's trying to give mike
1: praise and 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 mark's all blah 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 but now, yet, Mark. Now, Mike is. I'm clear. Mike's clear to me. You're clear. Right. and I think we're clear.
0: You're right. We're sounding clear. Your picture's got a little uh, pixelation across the the top there. But me? Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe that's Skype on my end too. Uh,
1: uh, okay. Mark says he, we're perfect from his end, but he's extremely pixelated. I can see him starting to move again. I'm I can dancing. see him
2: moving. I'm dancing.
1: All right, he's coming back. He's fading in, folks. This is like we have video effects. He's yeah, he's, he's dancing. It sounds like a clap trap from Borderlands. I thought it was his ass cheek slamming against the chair, but either way. <laughs> okay. Because Mark bo- podcast without pants on. Anyway, all right, Mark, yeah. I think you're back now.
2: Oh, hopefully. You know what? You guys were absolutely perfect the whole way through, and I was having a little conversation with the listeners that you guys don't know about.
1: Yeah, but awesome. we can fix that. Yeah, but we're
2: using we're using my copy. Honestly, you guys are coming through crystal clear. It's absolutely fantastic. So uh, apologies, hmm. I I've got nothing going in the background from my end. Um, you know, yes, I've got the kids home. They're both streaming on on YouTube and Netflix and and down from iTunes and stuff, but. Uh, that's not upload, which is really, really odd. So, um, Mm. hopefully it's just a a temporary issue and it won't plague us throughout, but, uh, I took care of the listeners. We had our little moment of, of peace and tranquility.
1: Yes, but you were complimenting the the ever wonderful (laughs) Mr. McPeak. Oh, was I? And he didn't get to hear any of
2: it. What a shame. (laughs) Anyway, we'll go back to that. Look, in in, in in all honesty, it was a great experiment. It pr- it was right. proof of concept, so we right. can do it. We can record on tablets, mm-hmm. just not on iPads properly. Right, you can do it on an iPad, but ah, uh, I've seen some of the the workarounds, and honestly, I'd prefer to nail my head to a wall. It's just it's too much work and too much effort. And when you can just pull out the Mac and get it done, and I think that's what the the big thing is um, that's limiting a lot of people moving across the iPad Pro as, as a, a more productivity-based uh, system. Uh, I think a lot of podcasters could probably use the iPad Pro instead of a Mac if it had the proper audio recording and mixing capabilities. And look, I don't know why Apple hasn't hasn't given a little bit more flexibility. It's so powerful. Um, these, these are Mac features that we've had for years that, really should be in iOS and and there's no reason I can think of that would restrict what would be a bad thing for them not being in if you know what I mean like there's no reason um where it's security based and they couldn't do it or something like that uh because it's just opening the audio ports and allowing user access to that stream of audio that's connecting through and to capture that um, or allowing apps, I should say, uh, like call Recorder and so forth, to uh, actually capture that audio. It's very, very basic, very simple. Um, they've got it mastered perfectly on the Mac. We've been doing it for years. Certainly it works on, on, uh, on the Windows tablets. Um, Mike, I'd love to see if we could do it on one of your Android tablets as another experiment, just, just hmm. to see what's possible.
0: I'll have to do some research, sir. Well, I was going to go through my, um, what I did here, what, what I did to do it. Um, and basically it's not a whole lot different than what somebody would do on the Mac, but basically, so when we got done, I took the MP3 file from the, uh, was an MP3 Skype recorder, I think is it, it is, put it into Lexus Audio Editor, and I chopped some things out. I chopped off the, um, the pre-show stuff where we kind of babble and carry on a little bit, and I cut off the stuff where we talk afterwards, and I took a couple things out of there, just kind of shorten it up and make the flow a little better. So once I got that done, I saved that file, and then I went to get... Um, the, the stoplight stuff and put in there, the ads and the bumpers and that stuff. And that's where I ran into my first problem because a lot of that stuff in the, the folder there is uh, AIFF format. Um, so me being the smart person, I am, thought, well, hey, you know what? I can go get uh, VLC, mm-hmm. um, and I know that'll convert stuff over, and I, I've done it with that a few times. And so I went to get that, and at this point, between, um, you know, the sewer problems I had last week and then sitting down to edit it, it was like about 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning when I went to get um, VLC, and I'm going to blame it on that for right now. The fact it was <laughs> like that that late, and I'm trying to sit there and do it. Well, so I just typed into Google VLC because I can never quite remember what the, uh, yeah. the URL is for VLC. It's and like AWC.
2: It's, like it, it, it's like, oh, my God.
0: Come on, give us the right name. Right. So I saw, oh, VLC.com. Uh, and like I said, 1 o'clock in the morning, I thought, oh, yeah, that must be it. So I downloaded it, started installing it, and then these other damn programs started to install. Oh. Somebody had taken VLC and packaged it with their other crapware. Oh, and nice. so all of a sudden I had this thing pop up in the corner. Hey, we got videos for you to watch. What the hell is that? Um. And then a few other things. So I had to go in there and try to figure out which programs it had installed and installed. And I think I just uninstalled that version of VLC. And this time I got the right damn one from the, um, the French site, um, downloaded it, installed it. And then I was able to take the AFFI files. And I had to do a little experimenting there because it has been a while since i did done it. But eventually I got it converted all over to MP3. And I, then I learned, too, that with this editor... Um, unless I'm missing something, and for $7, you don't expect, you know, uh, miracles. So I couldn't find a way to insert things in the middle there, so what I ended up having to do, I saved the uh, our recording, and then I started over, loaded up the, uh, the Welcome to the, or this is the Stoplight Network, uh, put that in there, and then loaded in our podcast, and then loaded in the bumper at the end, and then I saved it all, and then I put it in Dropbox and sent it to Mark. So it really wasn't too bad a... Uh, you know, an experience there except for that damn VLC. And mm. uh, that was something I wanted to talk about was these. I've, do, I've had that happen to me a few times on Windows where you go to download something and you think you've gotten the right one. And, frankly, I think I stay away from what is some of those? Um, Download.com. Um, soft. Was it soft- Softpedia? P- mm-hmm. Right. That's one. There's several of those that I'll stay away from because they've just uh, gotten to the point where they'll take, you know, some um, CNET's
1: the other one that um, CNET's proper site too.
0: Yeah, they've gone downhill too. Uh, I used to respect them, not anymore. Uh, I have more respect for used toilet paper than I do for some of those sites because it's just you, they t- they'll take a piece of um, um, shareware software or you know public domain or whatever it is, and then they'll stick their other crapware in there, and you don't realize it. Until, you know, you're done and all of a sudden this stuff starts popping up. And that just irritated the crap out of me. That, uh, And like I said, I'm right, for right now, I'm blaming it on the fact it was that late in the morning. I wasn't quite thinking uh, properly. But that just torqued me off. Hmm.
1: Well, no, I mean, I understand that. I mean, I've seen, I've had to go rescue computers where people have installed mm-hmm. stuff and the toolbar stuff. And oh. we've all seen the pictures of the toolbars. They're
2: to get out of.
1: Exactly. You know, so yes. clear that system, uh, nasty. I mean, my father-in-law had an instance of this not too long ago. He was looking online for a recipe for something, and he accidentally, he, he didn't mean to go to the one site, he meant to go to the other, and he but he went to the site, and it stuck in a browser helper, and it changed his default page to Ask Jeeves or something like that and all this stuff, and he was like, Kevin, I didn't do anything. I said, I know you didn't pop. <laughs> I know you didn't. Yeah. This is not your fault. This no. is a drive-by type of attack almost. Uh, it just messed it all up, and I was like, Ugh, And I had to go in and clean it all out, and he was like, wow. I said, just remember now, if you search for a recipe for something, stay away from whatever site that was. And, and you know, I think it was like allrecipes.com or something like mm-hmm.
2: that. One, one of the big problems with those is they drill so far down into the registry that even if you think you've got it cleared out, Oh, it, it's so hard to get it completely eliminated at times i've had issues where i've had to run different sort of adware software to you know strip it out completely because it, it, it's hard they i've got to, i've got to say the people who create them they're they're you know pains in the butt but boy they're smart if they actually use that knowledge to do something good we'd have some pretty nice software
1: well, yeah, I know, and that's just like um, the people uh, from uh, various countries that call about the Microsoft. You know, your computer mm-hmm. is is um. doing these awful things. You know, we're from Microsoft. It's like you know, if you people would just channel all that negative energy towards good. I mean, Elisa and I had a uh, one of the many goddesses that walks among us, like Mark's wife. Um, sh- uh, she and I had a chat this morning about. She had a call. She said it appeared to originate from Japan, telling her that her bank card for a bank she doesn't deal with had been breached. Mm. She's going, really? (laughs) I Her and I came to the conclusion, or I think I did anyway, that on those types of things, it would be nice to have a button to push on your phone that sends a painful, and I mean excruciatingly painful electrical charge right into the eardrum Mm. of the person on the other end
0: well you see i I kind of like getting those fake Microsoft calls because um they they called me at work one night and I was having kind of a it was one of those nights where things just wasn't going right, and so this guy called me up, and so I'm doing some stuff there, and I just started yelling and swearing at him and calling him all sorts of names, telling him he's going to roast in hell, mm-hmm. and all this other kind of stuff and you know it it was just an opportunity for me to vent. Because I di- didn't dare yell at anybody there at work, because that's considered wrong. But this uh guy who I already consider to be a jerk, who is preying upon people who don't know any better, and you know, just randomly calls me up and I'm going, This is not your day, dude. And you know, I just unload with him with a vitriolic, uh you know uh scream for well, maybe not scream, but you know, just uh uh talk from hell that just really, you know, ripped into him, And I didn't let the guy get a word in edgewise. And I think I said something about if you ever call me back again, I'm going to call the FTC. I don't know if they just, my number quit coming up or if they took me off their list or what. But boy, did it feel good just to unload on that guy. Oh, I've done it before. I
1: got I got an insurance call. You know, your car insurance is about to expire. That's a scam here in this country, Mark. I don't know if mm-hmm. you all have had that one
2: down. We, we get all different ones in, Our Or car well.
1: warrant. No, car warranty. That's it. It's not your insurance. Yeah. Your, your warranty is about to expire. And I got this on my desk set at work. And I just tore into this guy. Do you realize you've called a government phone? No, I haven't. I said, yes, you've called a government-issued phone. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he he come back at me and I tore into him. He finally said, uh, slam. And, he like, <laughs> and my <laughs> all my coworkers were sitting there. They were going, <laughs> <laughs> they were applauding. I mean I know how it works. I'll, full disclaimer, I worked for a semi questionable uh, outfit like this at one point back in my when I was really young and I needed some extra cash. Um they worked for a company called Picture Perfect Studios I think was the name. And basically what it was was they had about 6 phone lines they put temporarily in a hotel room and they had all the local exchanges on a list. And like if the exchange was seven 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 they had seven 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 four zeros, seven 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 zero 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 one, they kept it all the way up through seven 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 nine 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 and they just handed the sheets out to people and they they would do it, and they'd make these calls and if you agreed to it, then you got a fifty dollar discount to have a family photography package done. I was the poor bastard that had to go out and deliver the things. And then collect the money and bring it back. So I only got paid for the ones that I actually got the money for. And the phone callers just sat in the hotel room all night calling. So I used to do that in the evenings. I did it for oh, a few weeks to earn some extra money. But that's how they do it. Or at least they did back then. This is early 80s. Um, they just had sheets. They weren't, you know, people said, how'd they get my number? Well, it's real easy. They picked an exchange and just started at the beginning and went all the way through. So. It's not like your number's a secret; it has to be part of it. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, and and now it would just be uh, an automated, computer automated setup anyway, and it would just randomly pick the number and call.
1: Yeah, it just uh, yeah, because you get those ones now where they call and there's that delay to wait to, to, for them waiting to see if they get a response before they then send it on mm-hmm. to an actual person to tell you that yeah, we're Microsoft, blah blah, you know, whatever the hell it is. So. But I always have fun with them because they'll tell me, oh, click on the start button. I said, I don't have a start button. They said lower left corner of your screen. I said, lower left corner of my screen has nothing. Well, it has to. And I'll just go on and on Mm -hmm. and on with them. And they'll go, but, but, but. And I, that's what, then I'll lower the boom on eventually. Well, maybe if you got a real job and realized I was running Mac OS instead of your freaking (laughs) Windows. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I've yeah, i gone off on them a couple of times. But. See, I, I just don't
2: answer a, a phone call that I don't know the number from. I just... But, but, see, I don't need to. So, I mean, that's the other advantage. Everyone who needs to get in touch with me does so in writing via email. I'm still very much a, an email hound, and I detest the phone. If I could have an iPhone without the phone portion, but with the data and the cellular data, I'd be a happy man. I just don't like the phone aspect.
1: No, you wouldn't. You'd still find something to bitch about.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would, but you know, I'd be happier than I am now.
0: Well, that could yeah. be an improvement. Now, now do you guys? We have nowhere- do- Sorry, Mike, you have nowhere to go, but you have nowhere to go but up. So there you go.
2: Yeah, so every little thing's a tiny improvement. <laughs> now, guys, do you want to? Do you want to
1: hear a big whinge? We didn't already.
2: Oh. okay, I'll leave it for next week.
1: No, I <laughs> had Marky. Pio. Okay, okay. Good, good, good. You have to give him his way folks or he just like
2: I'd so, I'd salt for the rest of the show. Um I went looking at non-Apple tablets yesterday. I went looking uh, I was at a store called uh Office Works and um it, it's basically a, an office based supply store um that's in our local area and there's plenty of them around Australia. Um for you guys it'd be like a
1: Staples or, Staples or Office Depot. Depot yep,
2: Office like Depot, something like that. Uh, so anyway, I went there and I grew I to get a few things for the kids starting up school in a few weeks again. And, and I said, all right, well, you go and do that. And I'll go across here and look at the tablets because, uh, you know, you guys all the time are getting these decent deals on tablets and so forth. And I'm like, well, it's sale time here. It's after Christmas. I'll have a look. If I could find something really, really nice that's a moderate price, I'd, I'd pick it up. You know, especially considering the prices of the the Apple-based tablets at the moment. They're just so expensive, especially for the Australian market. Um, And I had a look, and I went through this whole row of tablets. uh, Everything from Samsung uh, to um, Laser to, you know, Pendo. These are no-name brands, as, as well as Samsung. There were a couple of HPs and stuff. And I've got to be quite honest, I didn't like any of them. The... And and I'm not talking the full-size Samsung, like the 9.7-inch size, uh, that's similar to the the normal-sized iPad. But I'm talking the the smaller 7, 8-inch size tablets. They were cool. I, I looked at them, played with them. The one thing that I really, really didn't like is the screens, the displays they were so low res in comparison to what I am used to with the retina display that I just didn't like it. And it wasn't just that it was low res, but it had banding issues and so forth. And this is across like multiple models that they had on display, like not bad banding, but you could actually see it in gradients. And I'm like, this just, this screen does not look good. It's a different screen technology. Cause I, I think Apple's been looking at moving their screen technology to another one. Like I can't, there's TFT and then there's a, another couple. And I honestly can't remember. Um,
1: well, they're IPS now.
2: I Yeah. But they're looking to move to, I think it's the TFT, which is what Samsung and everyone else is using. That's the rumor anyway. Yeah. Um, whether or not they do is another thing, but I don't like those screens at all. They just don't have the depth. You don't feel like the image is right there on the glass. They're very responsive. The touch interface works really well. I enjoyed that. Um, I just didn't like the displays. The color gamut wasn't there. It was just... It was an awful experience. And um, I I want to know what you guys think because I know you guys have more tablets, especially Mike, um, than anyone (laughs) else I know. Uh, I mean, is it an issue to you that the resolution isn't a decent... And forget retina versus non-retina, but a different PPI count. Um, Because I just, I saw these smaller ones and they were just, geez, there's just something lacking here. There's a lot more jagged edges on text and so forth. It looked to me like the original iPad mini or an iPad 2, the original iPad 2, where it was the 1080 by 768 resolution screen. And I looked at the specs and that's basically what they were given, just in a slightly smaller package. Now, of course, the larger Samsung looked beautiful. It was really, really good. But by the time you got to that stage, yeah, Kevin, you were, you were dealing roughly about the same price as an iPad. So then it becomes, well, what platform do you want to be with? And then it was like, well, that's pushing me outside. Now, these tablets I was looking at, I should be clear, they were under 250 Australian dollars each. So they went all the way from a $79 um, Basically unknown, no name tablet, all the way through to uh, I think two hundred and fifty nine dollars for the Samsung, and I just I, I I so wanted to just say oh look I'm I'm gonna buy one just because and um and just to play with it and just I don't know what I was gonna do with it but I was in the mood to buy one and I just I couldn't pony up the money because the screen was just bad and I I don't know. It just didn't have that gloss to it. I I know I'm not explaining myself well, but the display definitely was an issue for me.
1: Well, I'll let Mike, our tablet expert, as he has been crowned, uh, uh, but I got one quick question for yeah. before Mike starts. Were they Android, Windows, or both?
2: All Android, no Windows. Okay. They didn't have any Windows ones on display, and the only Windows phones that they actually had on display... Um they had just those dummy phones, you know, how they don't interact. They've just they put a sticker on the front of it to show you icons so right. you can't do anything with it. And it's like, oh. Mm. So,
0: okay. Go ahead, Mike. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to sit here. And I guess I've never paid that close attention. Um, and, you know, like I said, I I've got the iPad, original iPad mini. Um, not anything Retina. And I've always kind of liked the uh, my Fire tablet. I always thought it had a better uh, screen than the iPad mini did. Now, Mike, what, uh, what's
2: the Fire tablet resolution? Do you know what that is off the top of your head?
0: Not right offhand. Uh, I wonder if I can... Um, see if i multitask because, because I, we're I know with.
2: that kevin got his kids some some fire tablets for christmas and i know other people that we we know in our little community of friends also like the the fire tablets now to be fair they didn't have any of the fire tablets uh on display in this shop either so um you know it, it may have just been that the ones that they had on display were just not good models you know that there's so many different models and so many variations the other thing that um, I was looking at two. They had uh, various Android versions, and I'm not up to date on which Android versions what. But you know, one had version five. One had you know
1: six. Oh, Marshmallow.
2: Yeah, it, it, it was just confusing. And the other thing I was thinking about was, could it be a OS issue? Um, not only just a display issue, maybe a refresh rate issue or something like that on the older versions of Android that has been since corrected on the newer versions.
0: Well, I looked up the Fire tablet, and that's got a resolution of... That's an IPS uh, screen, and that's got 800 by 1200. Uh, It's a uh, 216 pixel uh, density. Um, And I was trying to look up my uh, Shield tablet, my NVIDIA Shield Mm -hmm. um, display. Okay, so that's a 1920 by 1200 and that's a 283 pixel density.
2: Yeah, so that, that's um, course, why up there, isn't it?
0: Yeah, see, so that one's supposed to be for gaming, so they're supposed, they're going to make put a better uh, display in there and then they've got the uh processor in there to run it. But I've always uh, I've always thought my Fire TV uh and like I said, I haven't gotten down to looking at pixels and jaggedness and that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm usually don't pay that close attention, but um, I've always just kind of thought that the color uh, looked a little better. Um, the screen overall, it just seemed like it was kind of a. The the blacks were a little darker. That's, that's my impression, I man. I haven't really sat down and did a side by side on any of them, but. Um, and like I say, the 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 Apple tablet's the first one I had, it's the oldest one. And hopefully, you know, each time somebody comes out with a new tablet, hopefully they're gonna tweak things a little bit and uh, toy with things. Um I should look up and see what kind of do you know offhand what the pixel density for the iPad is? The original T- iPad mini? Uh don't yeah. know the original no.
1: I can't remember. Now see, I have an iPad original, not mini. I have the original iPad and I still use it for certain things. I use it as a streaming device, actually. I have an iPad 4, and I have my iPad Air 2, which I thoroughly love, and I use it I use it so much that I end up having to charge it about every other day. That's how much I use that tablet. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can tell the difference between the... If I take the 4 or the Air 2 and set it beside the original iPad, I can tell the difference. But when I'm reading, I don't really see a huge amount of difference. Mm -hmm. My eyes maybe, or maybe my prescription in my glasses (laughs) needs to be changed. I mean, either or could be possible, but I don't see a huge difference. Uh, Okay. But I do know my eyes are less tired after I use the Air 2 than they are after I use the original iPad.
2: Yeah, that's okay. that's so, certainly an issue when you're doing reading and and so forth and looking at it for a long period.
0: Okay, Mike. So, yeah, I looked up the uh, specs on the iPad Mini. So basically, that's got a 162 uh dots per inch or pixels per inch. The Fire Tablet is 216 and the Nvidia is uh 283. So um, what's one, of the newer like- iPad minis with
2: the retina display, Mike? The uh the iPad mini four
0: for instance, the lightest model. Well uh, let's see let me try let me try googling that once to see. Yeah, just to see because like I say that iPad mini, uh say, what's the newest one? iPad mini is it four four. Once, four? Okay. Um let's see here. Uh and it says okay uh display that one is 324 mhm so it's almost double right yeah or more and than it's double. even yeah and that's yeah and that's more than what my the nvidia tablet i have is too so mm-hmm. uh yeah maybe if i was to compare that one to those then maybe it'd be different so like i say part of it's just the age thing cuz this is the like i say the original ipad uh, the mini so yeah it uh the density of the pixels isn't there, so th- maybe that's why that uh, uh, the others look better is because it uh, just has more more dots. There,
1: yeah, that's mm. that's probably true. I, while you all were talking, I also looked up. I have an Android tablet uh, I bought back this past summer. Uh, it was uh, it's by New Vision. Um, it has a the display on it. It says it's high def, ten twenty four by seven sixty eight seven inch display. um it's got a what's it got a gigger. I, I of like RAM. that high
2: high def screen at, at thousand twenty four. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that, that's, uh,
1: but it, seven that's
2: where and, that's where it gets. Inches. Yeah, I, I guess so. I, I think that's where it gets very confusing because, I, as I mentioned too, with the different flavors of Android, you don't really know. I mean, Apple kind of what's out with Apple is kind of this year's edition and then last year's edition and maybe the year before. So you are still you're getting relatively new stuff, but because there's so many different android tablets you walk into a store every store is going to have different devices and unless you do your research unless you know what you're buying in the android side of things it's very confusing to know which edition you're actually buying and which model and how new this is and whether it's been superseded i mean even in the samsung lineup they've got you know Everything from a cheap tablet all the way to the most expensive ones that rival uh the iPads and so forth, and it just but their naming convention isn't as simple to follow yeah
1: it, yeah, and I mean, I went hunting, I wanted to try something my Android experience had been not as great on my Android phone that I have, uh partly because of the version, and I can't upgrade the version of the the os on the phone or unless i uh, root it and do all that and I just haven't bothered to do it. So I wanted something running at least Android 5.0 because that way it recognized the SD card and I could make use of the SD card storage. Because mm-hmm. uh, the 4s the 4x I think it is all of those recognize the card but you can't load apps and you can't load you you have to load media directly on it and then pull it back off as using the built in store. It's just screwy as hell. So uh, I was looking for something running 5.0, and this tablet came up. I paid f- 59 US, I think it was. It was on sale for actually 39 uh back around uh, Thanksgiving, uh, or no, 49 excuse me. Um, and I mean, as I've said in the show before, it has, it's it's okay. It's, you know, speed-wise, it's a little slow, but it's, you know, nothing terrible. And it um the off axis display I mean, if I'm not looking square on if I get more than ten degrees off any one particular axis the you you can really tell it it's like the original l c d screens it goes
2: and I noticed that as well when I was looking at these tablets, and I think that's when I mentioned banding, that's more what I was talking about when i I sort of picked it up and tilted it from side to side, it just yeah it it wasn't there wasn't any clarity there it was. You've really, it it reminded me of the original um, Nintendo 3DS where the 3D effect worked but you had a very very small tolerance of where you had to look at it and anything outside of that tolerance and it wasn't much, it was only maybe 10 degrees either side and the 3D effect was lost and it just looked horrible Uh, and this is certainly the same with, with some of these tablets. Yeah, that would drive me nuts. Even price, even price based, even a good deal like you got, Kevin. And I know Mike's got some good deals, it would just drive me nuts. I wouldn't use it in the end um, because of stuff like that. I don't mind a little bit slower processing um, because it's only time. But I I like to be able to look at something and and know that, hey, you know, it looks good and and it, it does that for me. So, yeah, I. I couldn't I couldn't do it.
1: Now, switch gears. Uh, our two youngest kids were given the new Kindle, the uh, the new inexpensive Kindle that they came out with. Very lightweight. This thing is, for, for what it is, the, the speed on it is very good. Um, the configuration of it, you know, I'm too used to, you know, computers and even Android to some extent and iOS, the way I configure things. So it's a little weird the way I mean it's all there don't get me wrong but the way you have to get to it's kind of strange from my perspective What what
2: what operating system does the Fire run?
1: It's running a an Amazon version of of Android.
2: Right. So right. it's still still Android at the core but their flavor of it. Okay.
1: Yeah, they've right. taken they call it the Fire OS. Yeah, And it's... I forget what version's on these. I think it's five or six. I can't remember. Um, But these little things are snappy. And for the price, really nice little tablets. The kids were just blown away when they opened them Christmas morning. They were just ecstatic. Um, The only thing I have to say that's a negative so far, and I'm really considering getting one for myself at this point, um, is the uh, parental controls the way they implement them, and and probably I need to read up on these a little bit more. I wanted to do that, you know, give them the parental controls and let them do that. But the problem is, anything I want to do, when you turn on the parental controls on these things, basically it says, okay, now, what do you want to let through from your Amazon account to there? So you have to authorize everything. And I'm going, I don't want to be doing that crap. I mean, I trust my kids enough. And I've tied it to my account uh, so I see what they're getting I mm-hmm. see the apps that they're getting and all this sort of thing and I know what they're getting I know what they're doing and they're very respectful dad is it okay if I download this app dad is it okay if I download this app and it's worked out well and I have them on the similar restrictions that I have with my uh, older t- uh, daughter is that because I don't want them sitting there just you know staring at it all all the time they get at certain time of the day by Mac I MAC address filter things and mm-hmm. they get their Wi-Fi turned off. So not that they can't still play most all of their games, but it does cut their access off and they you know they just can't sit there and veg while staring at the screen. So
0: now did those uh fire tablets have uh SD card slot or micro SD slots in them?
1: Yes they do. They have
0: micro SD slots and you can put
1: in, I think it's up to a f- hundred and twenty eight gig micro S D or, okay. six, or sixty four Again, nice little thing. I'm thinking about buying one of that to be my back and forth to work carry tablet. You know. Uh, so, so Kevin, what pros were we looking? Um, they were they regularly sell for forty nine ninety nine US, hmm. or wow. if you want if you want them without the the lock screen ad, you know, like the Kindles. Um, I think they're f- fifty nine or or maybe sixty four ninety nine or something like that. You can pay a little bit more and get rid of that but who the hell cares? It's just only on the lock screen.
0: Yeah, when you go to oh, turn it on, it's there, and sometimes it catches my attention. So maybe i would be cheaper maybe if I did get rid of them. Um, <laughs> now, see, that Fire tablet that I have doesn't have expandable storage, which kind of bothers me. Hmm. And I'm waiting for, um, on my uh, NVIDIA tablet, the older versions are getting it. The, newest, the newer version of that one has it now is... Uh, androids marshmallow update the thing that i'm kind of excited there is you can put an sd card in and it will use it like its own uh there won't be any distinction there so you don't have to be like moving stuff to the card i think it'll integrate it the way i'm kind of understanding it is i think it'll integrate it into like to a pool uh uh, combined storage yes
1: combined storage so the built-in plus what you put on an sd
0: card Right, because some of the older version, the Android, you had to sit there and move it to the SD card, which is kind of a hassle. But if it'll just sit there and move this stuff around, that's going to be kind of awesome because then uh, I can put a big old card in there and I can down... Cause I've, I've downloaded, gotten a few more games for my tablet. I've gotten uh, Quake, um, uh, Quake 3, <clears throat> excuse me, um, which has got Quake 1 and 2 to it, uh, and a couple others, Sid Meier's... Um, Civri- Civilization, well, Revolution. It's a tablet, oh, okay. uh, tablet version of uh, Civilization. Play sort of the same. It's you know more lightweight or whatever, uh, but it's similar in nature. So I've gotten a few of those games, and so yeah, and I'm trying to make this my gaming tablet. Plus, I've got, um, um of course, oh Portal, Portal, and. Uh, Half life yeah on the so I've got a few games on there, and I would just like to have plenty of storage space there, so I can put games on there and just play with the ones that I want and Something I want to try uh, there was a recall on those Nvidia tablets, and what they did was they mailed you out a new one, and uh there was no instructions on returning the old ones, so I still have my old tablet here <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Now, what they were what they were going to do is uh, send an over-the-air update, which would brick it. Well, if you turn your Wi-Fi off, it doesn't get bricked. Very true. Yes, and I was looking at uh, there's a Cyanogen mod uh, available for it. So I'm thinking about taking that, putting Cyanogen on there, plus having my original, you know, or my NVIDIA tablet. So I'd still have my gaming one. Then I would have this other one that I could go and put... You know, a true. Well, NVIDIA is true Android too. But you know, um, you know, uh, uh, Android on there and have that to play around with more. I, I don't want to go putting a lot of other stuff on my gaming tablet. So then I would have just a regular old Android tablet. that I could sit there and do things and experiment with. So uh,
1: yeah, that's I, I like that because you're right about the the old the SD cards because like I said. As i was saying a little while ago, the 4X that's running on my, I think it's 4.41, I think, on my, uh, my Android phone that I have, it, it sees the SD card. Mm-hmm. But unless I physically put stuff on the SD card, and I can't even tell the camera to default to save pictures to there, I can't tell the apps to run from there, you have to kind of do it screwy. You have to root it to do it. It
0: was a some sort of security hmm. thing. They fixed it in 5.0. Okay. Well, because uh, I don't remember which versions it was because I've used a couple different ones. At some point, you could go into system settings for the programs and tell it to move it to the SD card and run it from there. I'll have to
1: look and see if I can do that on that phone. I haven't looked at it for a while. I just got pissed off. I actually took the (laughs) SD card out of the phone because I wasn't really making use of it. And that SD card is in my tablet. (laughs) Right. My Android tablet. And it says,
0: oh, you want to store stuff there? Fine, I'll put it there. That's fine with me. Well, and something else I want to check into, uh, apparently in Windows 8, there was a feature called, uh, I I forget what they they were calling it, but basically it's the same thing where it would see, if it saw, you could take, uh, like on a home computer, you could uh, take a bunch of uh, external drives and make that into a uh, storage pool so you can combine like, say, three terabyte drives, you gotta have three terabytes of it, would treat it all as one drive, yeah. Now, rated it crap, together,
1: rated together almost,
0: right. And I was looking to see if there was something like that in 10 so I could turn that on my tablet because I got a 128 gig SD card in there. So, if there was some way to just treat it as a pool, so I'd have 128 in the tablet plus or, or what's left of the 128 on the tablet. Plus, uh, be able to include the storage from the SD card and treat it all as one so the operating system would just sit uh, and put everything on there because then you could have more stuff on there. Now, you have to make sure that you never take that SD card out or else you may have problems you know, with your games. But, you know, you put it in there, you leave it in there, that would be kind of an awesome thing to have so that you don't have to sit there, well, I've got it over here, or, You know, move it around or, you know, whatever, or tell Windows to install it to a different place or whatever. It would be nice just to treat it as a common pool.
1: Mm. You know, it's it's funny with all the tablet stuff, and again, I've been fooling with it with the kids and stuff. One, I'm thinking about getting one of these Kindles for myself to play around with. Um, not that the kids would let me have theirs to play with either, but um, I've been thinking about doing that. But I've also thought about getting a Windows tablet because you see some of those sub $100 in the US anyway. Um, mm-hmm. and I hear okay things about them.
0: Well, I've got that uh, HP Stream that I bought, and yeah, and that's not you know, it depends upon what you want to do with it. Um, for I've taken it to work and I've hooked a keyboard up to it, uh, um, Bluetooth or something like that. You can do, um, you know, Excel or something, not big spreadsheets, but, you know, the stuff that I have where you just need to fill out something or, you know, you could do some of that stuff. It'll work okay for that. But, I mean, you are, it is a seven inch screen. Uh, be ready to squint or do something like that. Um, but, you know, with the uh, tiled interface there, you could put, uh, um, it would be good for like, um, Um, and you can put an SD card, I think up to a 32 gig in that one, but yeah, most of them are 32, I think. Yeah, but I mean, you know, this would be good for media. Um, you could, um, especially you know, if you were more into the Microsoft camp, which I don't know how many people, you know, are as far as music goes, but nowadays it really doesn't matter much. I, you could put an uh, Amazon, uh, the Amazon, um, music player on there. And so I could use it for playing music. I could use it for streaming stuff. I think it worked just fine for that. And it's got the, you know, the familiar Windows interface there. And then I mean it's uh you can switch from tablet mode to Windows mode. So uh if you want to just sit there and hold it in your hand, you've got the option of doing that. And you can just, you know, do the touch interface. Or you can switch it over to a uh sometimes, you know, it just doesn't work. You can switch it over to the Windows mode and You know, if you want to hook up a mouse and a keyboard and be able to get things done in there a little easier than maybe you could in a tablet. So um, I just kind of like the options of that. And, you know, I guess to kind of bring it back to where we kind of started, I just wish that, you know, Apple would give us that option that, you know, you could have a a laptop that you could, you know, uh, flip around, be able to use it like a tablet, touch the screen, do that kind of stuff. And then if you want a full-blown keyboard or a full-blown computer, you could do that too. But, you know, you're not locked into this, laptop design that if you want to just sit back and do something you gotta you know balance the laptop on your on your lap there um that's why i'm kind of liking the surface right now and um and i'm thinking maybe uh i'm liking the surface three maybe a uh, little further down the road here get some of the stuff paid off i'm seriously thinking about getting a surface pro 4 um and hooking it up because i did try an experiment this afternoon i had a um A dock around here uh with video uh a usb3 dock that you could get video out of and i did hook it up to the tablet up to my surface here and it did work it did power both the uh, tablet and the monitor i had it hooked to but when i uh before i started podcasting i figured i better check to make sure and see what it was doing to the cpu and the skype sound was a little choppy so i um I unhooked that and went, uh, and I I have a different dock here, which is, um, it's a $27 dock. It's not very expensive. Made, uh, you know, it says best uh, mate for Surface 3, and all it is is just a, it's got your uh, Ethernet port, so you can plug uh, your Ethernet cable into it, so you've got wired Ethernet going into your tablet. And it's got three uh USB ports on it. One of them's powered, so I could actually uh I could have this dock sitting on my desk be able to put the tablet in there and be able to plug in the uh power cable and then the USB thing. And so I'd be able to my by plugging in those two things, I can have my microphone hooked up. I wish they had an audio out jack, because I still have to plug my um headphones into the tablet there. But I was looking for Basically plugging in two things and being able to put it down there and use it like a computer. Because right now I've got a, um, a Logitech wireless keyboard here going into one of the dongles. So I've got a, you know, it's not quite, well, I mean, it's a closer to a full-size keyboard, plus your little touchpad over here. So I don't have to use the... Uh, the tablets uh, one there and so if I want to just sit down here and do some stuff on it like a computer I just put it in this dock, plug in the USB and the power and I don't need the headphones hooked up depending upon what I'm doing and that other dock, I could still use that like say it just didn't work for podcasting and that one I could plug in just the two things because that's got audio and your microphone going through the dock, it's got your video and about four I think maybe five USB ports so Could hook up a bunch of things. Two or three. It's uh, I think two USB three ports and then some USB two. Okay. Uh, so it's a mixture of both. Um, but uh, you know, it's USB going into it, and then um, I think USB uh, mixture coming out. But like I say, it's kind of an interesting you know thing here. So I can just sit down and and I'm just. Yeah, I like experimenting. Um, so I'm going to try this and see how it works. And I, I figure for 27 bucks, this isn't too bad a little outfit here. And like I said, it gives me wired Ethernet going into it. So hopefully, you know, it'd make the connection just uh, – although I haven't had too much problems with Wi-Fi, but I just trust wired a little better when you can.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. You were talking about the storage stuff with, you know, being able to, quote-unquote, put the two together and make a raid. Um, I gave uh, both my oldest and my wife new smartphones, and my oldest had a semi-smartphone, I'll call it. My wife doesn't, so they're moving into the smartphone market. Their LG—I cannot remember the models—but they each came with a four gig uh, micro SD card already in the phone. So, uh and I haven't set my wife's up yet because I got to transfer all the minutes over and it, blah, 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 it's a pain in the butt, but we'll go because they're pay as you go phones. Um, but it was interesting. My daughter wanted to put music on it cause that's her listening device when she's at school and stuff. If she wants to listen to music between classes or surprisingly how much they'll let them just listen to music while they're sitting in class. Um, I would think they'd want them to pay attention, but okay, get off the soapbox. Um, uh, <laughs> But the easiest way to put music on it was I just took the SD card out, stuck it in my computer, copied over everything mm. onto the SD card. The music app launched the music app on Android. And it's running 4.3 or 4.4. I can't remember what it's running. Popped up and said, oh, I see this music folder. You opened that folder, and in there was all the music that I would copied over. And she was happy as a pig and poo. Uh, yeah, with Android is
2: be perfect sure. for that. Kind of functionality. That's what I miss yeah. when I, I deal with iOS.
1: Yeah, because I just copied it from my Mac to the Android formatted SD micro SD card, and it was just that simple. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you couldn't have made it any more simpler. And I put most of her iTunes library over on that micro SD card, and it'll support up to I think it's a 32 gig. She said. So you mean I could have everything? I said, yeah, if you buy more music. Because she said, well, I'll buy it from Google Play and do it that way. I said, no, no, you don't even need to do that. If you want to, you know, we'll either buy it from iTunes or we can buy it from Amazon. I don't care which. Keep it in your iTunes library. That way I'm getting it backed up for you because it's part of my regular backups. You know, it's backed up there and all I can do is you give me 10 minutes and I move it over and put it on your phone and
2: you're ready. Or better still buy it on amazon buy the cd and get the mp3 downloaded automatically then that way she's got the physical copy as well which um in in my opinion is a good advantage to have it it's one area where amazon does shine is, is having that hey we'll give you the mp3 plus here's your cd copy that you ordered um and especially for the teenagers too they, they may not think of it now and they may not back up and and thankfully your daughter kevin has you there to do all the backup but a, a lot of uh, her friends probably wouldn't have someone who would be there to do the backup and once they delete stuff that's it it's gone it's it's like people think and, and the younger generations think oh yeah we'll just put all the photos up on on instagram or we'll put them all up on facebook and and they're right you know we can delete them off our phones and it's like yeah no <laughs> it doesn't work that way they They down-res them and make them horrible. and So it's always good to have that backup. I mean, I'm not saying that that's the way you should go because you guys have to choose which works better for you guys. But um, that's the way I would personally choose to go if that service was supported in Australia. Unfortunately, Amazon in Australia doesn't uh, support that. I can buy CDs quite easily from Amazon, and I do, and I import them. But they don't give me no MP3 file.
1: Well, that's because I called Jeff Bezos and I said, no matter whatever happens, exclude Green Tree.
2: Good, good. never. <laughs> I'm glad. I
1: mean, it... I said if you can help out Alistair, or if you can help out Rose, or anybody like that, please help them. Green Tree, <laughs> just bend him over a log and let him have it. Um... <laughs> yeah, see, I went there. I had to. I hadn't been there. Yeah. Yet, so. But anyway, but these new phones that I got uh, my wife and my daughter, I I mean, they're nothing fancy. Again, they're pay-as-you-go phones because, for the most part, that works best for them. I mean, they don't have heavy usage and all that, so it works well for them. Um, It works out that I'm paying $9 a month per phone for them to have cell service. That's pretty damn cheap. (sighs) You can't really get by with that. You know, they're judicious. I mean, my wife doesn't talk on the phone that much. Uh, She really only uses it for emergencies, but my daughter has taken to texting her some. So she wants to be able to reply, and on her other phone, it was a real pain in the butt. So this will help her be able to reply to texts, and take better quality pictures, and you know, just some things like that. So, you know, we'll see how it works out. I'll I'll bring her kicking and dragging into the smartphone market. (laughs) I thought of you, Mark, when I got her the case for it, because it's a it's a flip open case. Mm-hmm. It's got, you know, the phone fits in it. It has a little magnetic closure on it and you could even put a couple credit cards or something in it. It's a, it was a really cheap case on Amazon. I think I ordered, I ordered it Christmas morning. at actually <laughs> <laughs> sitting there in my recliner and she said, okay, well I'm going to need a case. I said, oh, hey, let me, mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> so, uh, so she's, she's pleased with it and I'll get her set up and we'll see how she likes it. I'll report back if there's any mm-hmm. major or fluffles with, uh, with her use of a smartphone but i think she'll be fine with it again she makes phone calls as her primary use of a phone anyway just like you used to do with that burner that you had
2: Mhm. yep gotta so. gotta always have a burner and then that way give it to people who you don't want to really talk to and it's it, look it's great you know you call up and you get a quote for something and how annoying is it to keep getting the phone calls well yeah while I'm interested, I can answer the phone and when the time is gone or I've made the decision with what business I'm going with, then it's like, yeah, I don't want to hear from anyone else. So you can just put it on silent and who cares?
1: Yeah, exactly. No, exactly right. Um, but I think uh, we the, the tablet thing, you, I really got the urge after we've sat here and talked now. I think I'm gonna have to probably over the course of the year pick up at least two more tablets. I'm gonna have to try to catch up with Mike.
0: <laughs> you gotta have tablet parity here, now. Ian.
2: I, I I just want a tablet that I can be happy with, and I've yet to find one that ticks all the boxes.
1: You know, I wonder if I got one of the region or not. I, we know we can't send. I can't. I could not send you a Kindle because they are region. Locked for lack of a better term, but if I picked up one of the, what I thought was a decent Android tablet, I should be able to ship that to you and let you play with it.
2: You should be able to, yeah.
1: So, like, if I want leave if I wanted to send you that new vision tablet or get you one just like it and send it to you, just so you had you something go. to play with, hey, I'm generous to a fault,
2: you are, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll criticize it for all its faults. <laughs>
1: I know, you and, that, and that's the good thing. And that is the best thing, um, I think. Uh, I think I wanted to. I want to mention one other thing: is as we talk about smart devices, I was very fortunate this year. My lovely wife, she is a, another saint angel that walks among us. Excuses, and probably will need to be nominated for sainthood right after right along with Gretel.
2: Well, she's put um, up
1: with you, yeah, for almost thirty years. So that that that's, that's incredible. Um. Bless her heart, uh, because of some health conditions at times, I have to get someplace where I can get my one leg propped up and and keep it propped up. So I'm kind of, and I can't really do that down here in the family room where I have a nice 40 inch high def television that she gave me
0: uh,
1: two years ago. ago, Yeah, Yeah. I got the iPad Air last year. She gave me the television the year before that. So Christmas Eve, we're exchanging gifts, and she said, Oh, I got to run to the bathroom real quick. So she goes across to the other side of the ba- uh, <laughs> other side of the, the house here, and comes carrying back over. She bought me a forty-eight inch uh, high-def television. But
2: but how do, how do you hide something that big? <laughs>
1: well, I you know it didn't really occur to me when they when she said something to me about this almost a month ago. She said something about me, and my daughter said, "Don't go in my closet." It was in my daughter's room in her big walk-in closet. <laughs> I have no reason to go in there, partially because I'm afraid of what might be living in there.
0: <laughs> she is a
1: teenager. Um, Mike knows what I'm talking about, a teenager. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah it, so that's why I didn't. So that's how she hid it from me. Um, bless her heart. And she brought it home, and she immediately wrapped it, she said, when she got it home. Of course, as soon as she carried it out, I knew immediately what it was. But it's a, uh, it's a Vizio 48-inch, and I know the man who shall remain nameless talks about the Vizio you know, the spying scandal around the Vizio TVs and all that sort of thing, reporting back to home. But I'll have to tell you, I've been using this TV for, what, a little over a week now. And I'm absolutely loving it. The sad part is, the YouTube app on the TV works better than the YouTube app does on my Roku upstairs. (laughs) So, I mean, it's Mm -hmm. like, wow, this is really cool. And it has all kinds of settings. I've actually... Which has been nice to have it upstairs because it replaced a 27 inch CRT TV that was up there, which had a beautiful picture and is now in our bedroom. Um, But to have the extra connections upstairs now, we took, I got an adapter. I run the original Wii out HDMI and into the TV. I have my Roku HDMI. I have the cable converter uh, running HDMI. And it left the composite jacks. I hooked up my Xbox. Original Xbox, mm-hmm. up, and we were. I played Simpsons Hit and Run this morning. Now, granted, the graphics, the game is from two thousand two, so the game's old, but it played well and looked gorgeous for the the quality of the graphics it had. You know that so it was nice. Sorry to interrupt, Kevin. Nice.
2: I just wanted to say that that's one thing that I like about game consoles is the games that come out for them on the little silver discs. That's the best it's going to be and it will always play on that edition of the console. The original Xbox will always play that game as perfectly as it was meant to play the game. It's not going to be like iOS or Android or even Windows, uh, not Windows so much, but iOS and Android where all of a sudden, no, you can't play the game anymore because they haven't updated it for the OS. No such thing in the, the console gaming world. It will always play like that till the end of time. As long as you've got a machine to play it, it's good to go.
1: Well, and the other thing that I really like too is I took the, uh, when I ran the Wii out and I ran it HDMI out. Now, it only puts out 480p is the most it'll do. Or 480i. 480
2: think. Yeah, I can't remember now. I remember 480i, um, but I can't remember. If
1: it... 480p would be higher than 480i. Yeah,
2: it is. So uh, progressive is better than interlaced.
1: Yeah, so it's 480p. And then I hit the picture mode on the television. Said stretch, uh, not stretch it, but yeah, I did do full. No, I did full screen. And I played the original Mario Kart. It looked freaking fantastic sitting <laughs> there playing Mario Kart. And I was sitting there with my feet up in the air, you laid back in the recliner. And I'm playing Mario Kart. I was happy as a pig in poo right there. I'm, I'm telling you, it, it looked gorgeous. So I have to say overall. I know. And I know. Uh, he who shall remain nameless was talking to our friend John Braun, and they were going back and forth where they wanted a dumb television. They didn't want all the smart TV. One thing I'll say, folks: one way you can control all the smart TV features, if you want to, just don't hook it to your ca- don't yeah. or don't and hook connect it to, to
2: Wi Fi. Yeah. That, that's doesn't, the easiest that's, thing. Doesn't it? Doesn't have to be on there. That's that's the thing. It it still works perfectly fine. Without it, it just gives you that extra additional stuff. I mean, I don't really mind too much what they they talk back to to base about. I mean, what they're going to say that I sit there watching too much television per day? That's probably true. Um, I mean, unless I'm I'm watching something nefarious that I don't want anyone to know that I'm watching. But you know, um, he who shall remain nameless most likely doesn't watch that kind of content. Um, It's just one of those things. I don't don't think we can truly get away from information gathering in in the 21st century. I don't think we can avoid it. I think we can minimize it. And I agree that we need to be cautious and know what they're sending back. But as long as it doesn't contain information such as the address, the person's name, credit card information, or the, the privacy details that could possibly and plausibly be hacked uh to a detriment to the individual then i'm fine if they want to say that i'm watching the new x-files um you know television series that's coming out this year great doesn't worry me if i watch it 10 times awesome they know then they can sell that to advertisers and keep producing good content i'm happy with that but if they ask me or if they take information and you know, private information. Say if they've got Netflix on there and they can hijack that and the account information and somehow do that, then no, it's an absolute no-go. But as as we said, just don't connect it to the network. I mean, the latest TV I've got uh, doesn't have Wi-Fi built in. It's only got Ethernet. And it's got the smart TV functions, but I don't connect it to anything because I don't have an Ethernet port near the TV. And I don't intend on putting one there. And I don't care because I've got the Apple TV connect up Okay, connect it up and that does everything I need from that aspect uh for all my streaming. Um so yeah, I I don't know as it's a a a massive issue. It, admittedly it's an issue, but not not one that I would be saying, well we need to buy a dumb TV, because the dumb TV is turned Wi Fi off or don't connect it to Ethernet. And
1: Yeah, exactly. it
2: there it is. And unless it's got to connect to like Samsung and, and have a constant internet connection to say that it's still running and I, I don't see why they'd do that but hey look they did that in the computer game space back in 2007 2008 and that was an absolute disaster, new games would come out like Assassin's Creed for the PC and it would constantly handshake uh, with Ubisoft servers and then anything went wrong in that internet connection and you couldn't play the game it was absolutely insane and ridiculous um, so I don't know as TV manufacturers would do that, but hey, who knows? They might.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting you bring up television because you've doing a little bit dabbling into television statistics. You said,
2: yeah, I, well, I've been doing a media and journalism unit for uni in the last three months. And, uh, as part of my overall degree and, um, it, it was just an elective, and I thought, oh, why not? It, it's interesting, and, and it sort of gives us some insight. And these are just some statistics from 2011 that I want to share with you guys and, and get your opinion. It's actually quite impressive numbers, but it's also a bit scary, too. So worldwide in 2011, the average person spent three hours and 16 minutes a day watching television. Now, that's the average. I, just, I, I was blown away. When I was looking at that, I'm thinking three hours and 16 minutes. I probably watch maximum an hour and a half of, of television every day, but it's not traditional television. It's catch up TV or it's something I've purchased or it's Netflix, um, something like that. But I, I go nowhere near it. So the average, I just went, wow. Now, the, in the US, the average for 15 to 24 year olds is three hours and 32 minutes per day. And then the average American spends about ninety nine hours a year reading a book, okay, cool, but they spend one thousand four hundred and sixty hours watching television yeah and yes. i I just went holy crap, and what I went holy crap over was not that everyone's watching t v but i'm just I immediately thought if we could pull. All that effort and all that spare time into doing something constructive, imagine imagine what society could be.
0: Well yeah. go ahead, Mike. Well I have a question. I mean did they uh I, and I suppose there's no way for them to separate out. Sometimes, like when I'm playing Minecraft or something like that, I'll be watching a TV show, but I'm not mm-hmm. one of these people that has to sit there and like, <laughs> excuse me, watch it continuously. So I can listen to the dialogue and look over there once in a while. So I'm doing two things at once. I wonder how much of that is people have something on in the background, yeah. like say. Yeah. We'll have it. We'll have it running when we are. We're eating dinner or something, listening to the news or something like that. So I, you know, I just wonder what how much of that is, you know, background noise, and how much of that is, you know, your mind getting sucked into the tube. Yeah, because
1: mm. I'll, I'll admit that. I mean, of course, I've been spending some time up to quite a bit of time upstairs watching the new television, just because I want to. But like, uh, it's college football. Bowl season, and Mike, I know you don't like football and sports, so <laughs> please forgive me um no, you're, you're i've actually I've, actually- I've actually forgotten more into college football this year uh towards the end of the season here, just because these kids play with such uh gusto more than the pros do in in my opinion in a lot of ways uh but again, I had bowl games on yesterday and um the day before. But I wasn't I was doing what you're saying. it was background. I was sitting there doing stuff on my tablet. I was tweeting. I was playing a game on my on my iPad. I was doing this. I was doing you know it was it was background noise, just kind of mm. like people used to have the radio on in the background. Um, and just like when I work here at home, a lot of times down here in the office, I turn on the music channels on uh, especially during the holiday season, Mark, I've had the holiday music channel on. Playing. Oh, I actually did a review on Subjective
2: Sounds for uh, for a Christmas album.
1: I know you did very good, my my friend. Very good. I've got one, it on order one, too. One thousand five hundred sixty three geek points to the positive.
0: Woohoo For th- so You'll blow his mind, you know.
1: I know. <laughs> you know. He blows his mind every time he puts a straw in his ear, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, uh, but I have that playing in the background, and again, that's background noise, but I'm sure you know the cable company says, "Oh, you know, there's yeah. Kevin. He had the t v on for nine and a half hours today, you know, watching it. My wife does the same thing she does cross stitch, she'll have the t v on playing, and it's background noise while she's doing it. Mm-hmm. you know, matter of fact, while we're recording, she's sitting upstairs doing cross stitch with I'm sure the kids are watching some t v or something." It's just, it's background noise. So like Mike says, I'd be curious to see how much they separate that out if they do. Yeah, definitely. Well, you're and talking and about- certainly
2: in this research, it, it's not separated out like that. It's purely just right. the, the raw figures that they're, they're getting from um, which, whichever um, that I can't remember the name of it. Now it's um, like, there's a regulator that, that tracks it. Nelson, so, Nielsen, Nielsen rating. Yeah. The Nielsen rating. So it's, it's taken from that. So, I mean, that, there's, there's no way, and, unless, of course, as the man who shall remain nameless thinks, well, you know, my TV's watching me. Maybe uh, maybe they've got little hidden cameras in the screen and or in the pixels. Mm. There's little hidden cameras, man, who shall remain nameless in the pixels. Man. And it's watching you, and it's watching what you watch. And when you watch, yeah, think of
0: that. He's got,
1: it. Uh. He's got his tinfoil hat on now running around. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> well, and you know, you said the cable company recording hours of how many how much you watch TV. I looked at some of my game statistics for my games and it's like you played this eight hundred hours. Well, part of it is I'll pause the game while I go to work and yeah. then come home. So yeah. you know, there's things like that. And the other thing I was wondering about is how do they measure like me who somebody who's basically cut the cord, but I do watch, you know, television. You know, over the Internet, I, you know, I, sometimes I've got ways to record it or I, uh, maybe, you know, if I get really desperate, I'll go out and buy something. But, you know, do they does that factor in or are they just talking television? Just traditional
2: television. Cable Nielsen. And, yeah. Yeah. And so yep. cable and terrestrial. Um, have you guys closed off your analog television network in the U.S. yet or is that still going? Because yes. we, we did out here. Yep. Yeah. So yep. yeah, then it's just digital television now
1: it's closed off if there is um if there wasn't um any if there was digital tv available in the area okay. if there was an area where there was no digital tv stations you know, like small stations very small small markets there are a few analog channels and they may have already faded by now but they got to stay around i mean of course you're in a market like i am i get without putting up a rooftop antenna and going through all that hassle I can get a total of, I think, three or four HD television stations. None of them are the major networks. There are no networks that I that, that reach my area. Mm-hmm. Um, I can get some local local channels. There, well, I take it back, I think I might be able to get one NBC affiliate, and that's it. So that's the reason. I mean, if I could get NBC, CBS, Fox, and ABC if i had local affiliates that i could get all that from i probably would uh, frankly kill the kill the cable and be done with it that would be fine with me it wouldn't bother me in the least to do it
0: well we've got we and we cut the cord and I, you know we talked about it a while ago and um and we get the one channel out here for local news and weather and stuff, and that's fine. And my wife has learned to, uh, you know, adapt. She'll watch shows. Uh, she I had like a Dancing with the Stars marathon on Hulu, and uh, she's done things like that. And, uh, and, Again, for kind of the background noise, she'll put QVC on and watch that and then maybe buy some something off of there. But so, you know, she does that a lot just for, you know, something for noise around the house. But, you know, we've uh, adapted and like I say, I've got uh, software that I can use to record stuff off the Internet and save it so I can sit down. Uh, I've been binge watched a bunch of uh, the Scorpion television show on CBS Um and a bunch of those shows, and so that's something, uh, that's what I was doing the other night, I was playing Minecraft and just fired up my Plex uh, media server, well I keep it fired up, but anyway, the stuff was on there, and I just put the Plex app on my tablet, and I have a little uh, holder there, so sat there beside the, uh, it's kind of a... Um, gooseneck type affair. So I had that pivoted around next to the uh, chair so I could just uh, watch that out of the corner of my eye while I'm sitting there playing Minecraft on the big computer. So um, that's how I do it.
1: Yeah. Now, I mean, uh, the other thing, too, I do is, uh, because these two TVs have USB ports, I have a new new region to buy more thumb drives now. Um, I can uh, put, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, video content from the computer like a lot of the movies that I've made backup copies of uh, and just plug that thumb drive into the USB port and if I want to call it up I can just call it up right through the TV and you know watch the movie right there. I don't have to wait for it to stream. I don't have you know nothing. Boom, right. it's there. Don't have to even that, get out the physical desk anymore.
0: Well that's the way with my my Plex server. I don't even have to plug the thumb drive in. I've got um like I say on my Roku, I got the Plex app there. I've got the uh, computer downstairs running the Plex stuff and that's got I can put my music on there I've got my uh, um, television shows on there I got my movies uh, it'll download you can uh, set it so your phone can download pictures to it so um, I really kind of like my my Plex stuff there and then the nice thing about the music part is um, yeah, I think you have to get their, um, their premium service or whatever they call it Plex Pass I guess is what it is um, you can sit there, and if you're listening to a song, it'll say, here's some music re- videos related to that, I think mostly through Vimeo or something like that. So you can watch other stuff. Uh, it'll go out and pull in some extra content and things like that. So that's kind of a nice feature to have.
1: You know, the other thing I wonder if this, I doubt the statistics take into account either is audiobooks, because especially for somebody like me that commutes, and I know a lot of mm-hmm. commuters do this, yeah. they listen to audiobooks. Now, I know that's not truly reading but you right. are still consuming the content unless you're buying the abridged versions of mm-hmm. books that were written. I mean, yeah, you're not physically sitting there and reading it, but you're still getting that knowledge, and mm-hmm. it helps. I mean, it, it. you know, that I would consider like a, you know, let's say if you spend, uh, I don't know, let's say you spend a uh, thousand hours a year listening to audiobooks. I'm just picking a round number here. I would think that would equate to at least, you know, they should add, like, 500 hours in saying, okay, well, that's the equivalent of 500 hours spent reading or, you know, some formula or something like that. Well, but so, certainly that you read
2: account. slower than an audio book can read to you. It's it's interesting. Right. Even though I I wouldn't class myself as the fastest reader, I tend to like to absorb uh, the word and sentence structure. Um, but at the same time, I cannot read at the pace that these... <coughs> Audio books are, are done, and whether or not they speed them up, or whether or not they um, they just you know the the professional uh, readers are just so well in tuned with a pace. I, I mean, if you look at drummers, that they, they they if they can't stick with a, a set pace, they give them a, a a click track to work with, so that they stay on target and they stay at the right beat in the same pace, so they don't speed up or slow down throughout the song. And I don't know if they do this with, with audio books. And, and, uh, p- because audiobooks to record would take several days, possibly weeks, uh, for the reader to actually go in there and do it. And it's consistent right from the beginning to 40 hours later. It's a consistent uh, spoken word. They don't speed up and start you know reading quicker uh, towards the end of a chapter as, f- for instance, we may if we're reading a book. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see what sort of they do in the background there i wonder if anyone knows that that we know um i've never come across anyone uh that has actually done the audiobook recording but if anyone's listening and and knows how it's done i'd like to know if you work to a click track uh or whether there's a, a tone that you've got to stick to a pace on or something like that um just be interesting
1: yeah i it would be interesting but I think those are interesting statistics back to where we started with the, they are
2: very they're um, very basic statistics let's let's right. they they're, they're sort of the here here are the uh, here's the PowerPoint presentation and three or four major points without exactly. going into a lot of a lot of depth I mean they they give you an idea but they're they're far from from perfectly accurate.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. So, uh, I, you know, if you, dig in, if you dig into it a little bit more and find some, share them with us. Please. Yeah, I will. I will. So, well, folks, I think that'll wrap us up for this week, uh, post-holiday. We hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. And uh, if you celebrate a very happy new year or any other holiday that you happen to celebrate. And uh, since we didn't get quite around to the introductions, oh, crap, we forgot the famous weather report. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Before we leave oh, Christ. We we have to do the weather reports. Oh folks, I'm so sorry. The world famous weather report. So so here I'll 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 chime in here. Let's see. In Fahrenheit, currently as we record It's bloody I'm cold at, in Sydney and it's raining, so there you go. It's thirty six degrees for me and I show Mark at seventy degrees Fahrenheit. And so Mark will understand. It's I was wearing degrees. a jumper yesterday. It's 2 degrees Celsius and 21 degrees Fahrenheit for him. And Mike appears to be well below zero in Celsius.
0: Oh,
2: have got to tell you, he's still got his color, though.
0: <laughs> still got my what? Color. Oh, color. Yeah. yeah. Haven't turned blue yet. <laughs> well... Yeah, because I'm inside the house here. It's currently <laughs> 16 degrees Fahrenheit here with fog. It's actually kind of foggy and, and cruddy out there. But um, we're actually kind of having a mild winter here. Uh, temperatures haven't been too bad. Because I remember, oh, probably about 1982, I think it was, shortly after my wife and I were married, um, it got down to like 30 below zero, and it stayed that way for about you know, a good week or so. Uh, that's miserable, but this has been a relatively mild winter so far, not a lot of snow knock on wood. Um, and hopefully it'll, it'll stay that way. So it says the snow blower guy,
1: <laughs> it, you know, it's funny. Uh, I went out was outside yesterday, taking down the outdoor Christmas decorations and it has been so mild and so warm here that the grass actually has grown a little bit. And my snowman that I have light up snowman, that was out in the front yard. The grass had grown up around the base of him. <laughs> and we're starting to creep, and I actually, when I pulled him up, it pulled grass up with him, and I'm like, no, this is just, I mean, because it was 74 degrees here Christmas Eve, or 73 degrees here Fahrenheit Christmas Eve, which is about third about 35 degrees above normal for us, at oh, least. Oh, that's. That
0: would be so wonderful. I'm no. dreaming of a brown Christmas. <laughs>
1: no, I'm dreaming of an it's it's going to get nice and cool. It's going to get down. We're going to be in the low teens in the Fahrenheit the next few nights. So,
0: yeah.
1: I, I'm happy with that. So, anyway, back to the close out of the show. I did I didn't want to forget our world famous weather report. <laughs> we'll start with Mike. You want to tell people about yourself and where they can probe you more?
0: Well, I don't know about this probing well, I mean, stuff so of which probing. you speak, but... Uh, Find out about uh, you. Sorry. Brain fart. <laughs> yeah, I was going I mean, no, yeah, I, no, oh. I mean, I, I, I like to be non-probed. But if anybody wants to hear what I have to say... um you can uh, find me on uh, Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak and in case anybody's wondering we are going to get back to doing Sci-Fi Tech Talk it's just that between the holidays and Julie and her web development uh, she's got end of the year stuff so we've all been kind of hosed and swamped but I think as soon as things settle down uh, beginning of the year we're going to start and try and get back on a regular schedule again so people don't sweat it it's just that real life has this tendency to complicate Things from from time to time, but uh, we'll, be, we'll get back to it eventually, and when we come back it's going to be uh, cowboy bebop.
1: Ah, very good, and Mr. Greentree, I, I think there's like just so many different ways that people can can find out about you and not probe you. You want to tell people about thank, that?:
2: Thank God uh, we'll head across to not com for the other podcast I do, and then subjectivesounds.com for everything relating to music.
1: As I've said, folks, if you're a music aficionado, as much as I rag on music and as much as I rag on Mark about it, he has written some very good pieces over there, so please go have a look. And if you want to find out more about me, folks, you can go over, you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash B I G underscore I N underscore V A, or go to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder. If you want to find out more about our show, please go to geekiest show ever dot com. Uh, reviews and iTunes are always welcome. We'd love to have them. Folks, we want to thank you for listening again. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season, and uh, we're going to get back to our weekly schedule, and uh, we'll, we'll be back with you next week. But please remember, if you do nothing else between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Hi, I'm Bart Brichotts, host of the Let's Talk Photography podcast. Each month, I gather together a panel of photographers and we chat about a theme related to the art and craft of photography. It's not about the gear, it's about making better photos regardless of your camera. Listen
0: and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. talk.ie.